Yo. One, the bandwagon radio on full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where I myself sit down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and of course, before the end of the show, we got to drop that hot new music. Today, we got another special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California. Ariel Indigo is on the phone lines. How you doing, love? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am great, great. Pleasure to have you on the Bandwagon Radio, by the way. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. I had a chance to check out the new record. Dope, 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 by the way, first and foremost. Um, I'm going to give you a little feedback what I thought about the record personally myself. Awesome. Uh, as a, Yeah, as a fan, I like to give a little feedback, too. And then, of course, I'll let you introduce the song a little later on in the show after we talk a little bit, okay? Dope. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Cool. So first and foremost, for all my listeners, man, uh, talk to us about uh, were you born and raised in Los Angeles, California? Uh, I'm not from L.A. I'm actually from Northern California, but I grew up in New York as well. So kind of East Coast, West Coast, NorCal, all of the above. Okay, a little bit of different influences coming up. Definitely. Yeah. I grew up in, you know, quite a small rural town but um it's kind of a vortex of creation too so there's a lot going on there um creatively and kind of like an, a very outlaw environment as well okay <laughs> um but also then you know east coast big cities so you know not only did i have the experience of um like cultural difference but also i think something that really influenced me growing up was seeing you know poverty and some of my friends that didn't have shit and then seeing the east coast and wealth and you know really being aware of uh the disparity and in, in uh, the different ways that people grow up and i think that made me want to make music about <laughs> you know right. that kind of thing so how, how would you say you got involved in music then what led you into music and being a creative 
I was always a creative and I was always singing and making art. I do all of the arts okay. um, and I always have. But my mother is um, a singer and a music artist and a healer. And my father is like a radical leftist political writer <laughs> and a spiritual writer. So, yeah. you know, I came up with wild, creative, indigo hippies. <laughs> and I'm sure that <laughs> influenced me a lot and brought me into making music the first time I ever was in a studio I was like six and sang a song acapella on my mom's album that she wrote for me about the questions that I would ask her about the world and war and you know wow. why is the sky blue and all the things that children ask and she made a song and incorporated you had you featured on the song at an early age yeah I sang the song on the album um oh, the entire song yeah, I sang okay. the song. Okay. It's really cute. I'm like, <laughs> such a little voice. It's like, oh, mommy, oh, daddy, <laughs> tell me why the sky is blue. It's really adorable. It's totally, yeah, it like, flip it and remix it at some point because it's totally a cappella. So, you know, there's nothing behind it. I got to, like, cut that shit up. <laughs> about to say, that sounds like that could go right in line with the uh, younger generation right now. Something that you could, like you said, recreate. And, and and bring back for now for the younger generation yeah. of now. Yeah, that would be dope because I think that you know, children are a lot more aware often than people think. I mean, I think people are in general. I hear so many people being like, "Oh, people are stupid." I'm like, you know, you don't give them enough credit. Maybe they're not open about it. People are complicated and inquisitive, and you know, highly intelligent a lot of the time. Not all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Huh. You got a lot of good energy about you and a lot of good things I heard in the record as well. A lot of that good energy and basic for breakfast. Um, Why, thank you. Let's talk about the record a little bit. What was the purpose of this record in particular in your mind? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll sit and be like, okay, there's really a purpose for this. Like right now I'm writing um, something about uh, – the way that men treat women, and it's going to be a cipher with a bunch of other female artists. But for Basics for Breakfast, honestly, it was one of those songs that just, like, straight downloaded, you know? The mm. beat was really good, and I was just like, okay, cool, this song is written. But um, I think that I did kind of want to write something that was pretty straight hip-hop, although, you know, mine always comes out pretty weird and... <laughs> <laughs> and like alternative and there's like a lot of melody mm -hmm. in the flow and the gate and you know some weird melodic surprises in the hook but um i think my intention is always to like sneak in little bits of consciousness and and knowledge and <laughs> you know <laughs> some deeper themes into like pop music and hip-hop music so I, I think that's kind of where it is. You know, it's like super braggadocious and, and like straight hip-hop, but then I sneak in the little, the little things. <laughs> <laughs> the little spices. Yes, the spices of life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what would you say the feeling you were trying to get from the listener then, from, from the person hearing and feeling the record? What, what, did, what type of emotions were you trying to pull out of the listener with this record? Well, I think it's also, you know, it's very swaggy and confident. And um, I think I'm always, 
you know, whatever I'm saying as the I in first person, I'm expecting the listener to sing along with it as the I. So when I'm saying, like, I eat basics for breakfast and bad bitches for brunch, it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm better than everyone. It's like, okay, cool. Let's get all the girls to sing along with this Mm -hmm. because, you know, basics and, and bitches, like, they're really just kind of derogatory terms that women are called. So it's kind of like taking back the power in that, just taking back the power of the words and it's really meaningless. Like, I don't think, I mean, not the song is meaningless, but like basics as a term, I think is meaningless because I don't really think that anyone is actually basic. (laughs) Maybe, maybe some people might be, yeah, it's like maybe some people might be considered more normal than others, but like anyone who's saying that about anyone else doesn't really know a person, you know, it's just like a fucking flippant term. So Mm. it's just a swaggy, confident, you know, let's sing this together thing and then also you know some political socio-political and spiritual stuff stuck in there so it's not just you know basic (laughs) (laughs) nice play on those words (laughs) (laughs) thank you um now talk to us about this this quirky great energy like you said mashup kind of style you have like where did where would you say this kind of came from this developed style came from I mean, honestly, I think it's probably just from being like a total music head freak. You know, I listen to everything and know, you know, almost every song I hear, I know the lyrics to, like back from the 20s all the way till now. So I listen to every genre of music. And I think there was a time when I was like, oh, man, you know what? Uh what kind of music am I going to make that's like, that um, can be everything? Or like, you know, how am I going to fit in one lane? And it's just impossible. And I would never want anyone to have to fit in one lane. And I've written all kinds of music, you know, it's like I can write in any genre. And I really like music that's mashed up. And I mean, that's really in the spirit of hip hop too. And EDM, it's all... Um, it's all, uh, like, you know, a lot of sampling and, and, um, you know, that vibe. So I think it came from that and listening to tons of hip hop when I was a kid and always, um, and then also I rap and I sing and I make weird noises and I also like punk rock and, you know, like rock music and, and jazz and everything. So it just kind of happens naturally that it gets weird. <laughs> now that's a creative mind is what that is that's a creative mind <laughs> but i'm sure yours is as well <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes oh yes oh yes one recognizes the other indeed <laughs> now i got now talking about this creative mind of yours this talk to me about the visual of this cover <laughs> oh the cover of the single <laughs> yeah Word. So, yeah, I mean, it's me sitting on the table <laughs> with a giant bowl of Barbies in milk and a gigantic spoon, just so we can sell listeners because they can't see it, you Yeah, know? yeah, we got to sell it I'm, to like, them, though. eating the Barbies. So, I, I honestly, like, you know, I, um, I write and direct all of my own 
music videos and like mm. style my own work. I mean, I'll have uh, my dear friend Lonnie uh, Rose Alt, who's an amazing stylist as well, help me realize things. But this cover, literally, I had it in my mind. I knew exactly what I wanted. And actually, my original, like, first vision for the video would be, like, me as a giant with a bowl of all these hot babes and a spoon, like, eating them. (laughs) So that was way too complicated. Although the video did end up being absolutely insane, but not that. So I had that image in my mind. And it was literally like a few days I, before I sent it in for distribution. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking shoot this in my living room. I'm ordering hella Barbies from eBay and a gigantic <laughs> bowl. And I'm going to make it happen. So that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> to all my listeners, you got to check out the visuals, man. Ariel Indigo <laughs> talking to her right now on the phone lines, Los Angeles, California. She's good energy. A wild one. A wild one here right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the, the music video? I did. I did. That's what I'm saying. I'm, uh, man, everything was very creative visually and uh, audio-wise. Just hearing the song. I, I heard the song first, of course, and then I went back and Word. checked out the visual. So I was like, oh, no, she's got a lot of creativity, a lot of energy, a lot of good energy in you. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of, I see a lot of good potential, you know? For, it's, a, it's different, it's unique yeah, it's, I should say also that the song and this whole album um, is produced by my homie Kevin Black Okay. Um, and we should totally get him on here sometime, I want to do some interviews with him but he's super dope and like one of my best friends and um, and yeah, he produced it so I always want to like shout him out it was really important to me to give credit to like everyone involved right, right, right as you should, as you should course so what's what's your uh, goal with this music industry what would you say is your your ultimate goal oh man well when i'm feeling like an extrovert (laughs) (laughs) i think that you know i would love to take it just to like an iconic level you know like the people who i respect most in terms of artistry and music and you know all other forms of art are the people who um became icons in a way that was like button pushy and revolutionary mm-hmm. um or at least being like a contrarian you know mm-hmm. so sometimes i'm like oh, i would love to be the feminine that never happened except more political <laughs> <laughs> or the the harley quendrick <laughs> right right but you know then you have moments where you're like man like this is, it's intense. It's intense being front center and like, you know, it's all vulnerable and it's so much work and like, it's, it's just insanity, you know? Um, but I think in my heart, really, that's what I would like. I want icon status, not really, you know, for my ego, which of course it is part, of course, everyone wants to be adored and wants to have, you know, a huge stage and be recognized and all that for all the insane work they do. But, um, mostly like the thing that drives me is to have a platform to create change and actually say real things because I don't think that people use their massive platforms to do that that often. Some people do, but like, especially in music, it seems like when people really blow up and have, 
you know, labels and, you know, massive tours and all of this, like, for some reason, it doesn't seem like they really <laughs> take advantage in, like, a revolutionary way. So well, you know why that's what I want. <laughs> like you said, you're taking control of your whole situation. You know what that is over there. Sometimes someone else has the control. I know. Well, fuck that. It's not fucking happening to me. <laughs> but that makes it hard, you know? Yeah, yeah it because, does. Because, I mean... <laughs> but but I at least you're like, setting a tone and you have, you know, your own goals and your, and your own, like, you have it in mind what you're willing to do and not willing to do. You know, you have standards. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I think a, a great thing would be, like, you know, to get it developed really far so that maybe you get like a dope ass publishing deal like Macklemore, but then you don't really have a label. So you don't have to, uh, do what the fuck they tell you to do. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes being indie is the way to go. And then sometimes at least having a good label relationship is, is a good way to go. It's just, it yeah. Varies. I mean, I would love if it was the right thing. Yeah, the right and situation. And like not gigantic, but like, you know, indies under majors, that kind of thing, where they have like a really cool group of artists. I keep coming back to, I'm like, I'm like, I just, I just want to be on TDE, really. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, they have all know. the like weird weirdos. You know and, where uh, you want to be, see? Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I would really like. Like all their artists are fucking weird and conscious, and I mean, I was yeah. like Kendrick and J Cole and shit. I'm like, okay, get me there. Yeah. That's where I want to be. <laughs> they, are, they are a group of unique, talented artists. That's right. Yeah, and they're, totally, they're not... and like really cool people um, in the administration too, and like a very kind of old, more old school vibe in general. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's, like, I think it would fit really well there. I haven't actually sent them any of my shit. <laughs> well, you got to get prepared. You got to sell them, sell them I this, know. You this only get one shot at that kind of thing, yo. This is right. This is right. <laughs> so, I, I think I heard you mention it earlier. You said you had assistance on writing in some parts. Uh, are you no, pretty much writing I know. everything I yourself? never have assistance on writing. So, <laughs> it's all you. Everything I hear is you. Everything is me. I never have wow. anyone write for me, ever. That's dope. That's dope. Because you got bars, sister. I will say that. Why, thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited to release some of the new stuff because it keeps getting crazier. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Ariel Indigo right now. Got the new record, Basic, for breakfast. Um, what's this uh, playoff, Feminine and Eminem? Would you uh, kind of consider yourself, or would you view yourself as a female Eminem? I heard that that reference in the record. Oh yeah, cause I'm like that oh. was dope. <laughs> yeah, in the song. I mean, I think that you know, it's been kind of in my mind in the past because, well, because I'm pale for one thing, and he's really, <laughs> you know, the biggest pale iconic rapper who like really like i don't think anyone has done has gone as far as he did and i don't think that there has really been i mean we have we've had some that you know some female pale artists (laughs) who have (laughs) like you know like gone pretty far but i don't think anyone's ever really made it there so in that way I think that's why, like, I associate, and also I'm just, you know, a wordsmith and like to play with words and it's right. a real rhyme. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I am, like, a little Jewish girl. <laughs> so, um, 
But, yeah, I mean, there are other artists also that if I was going to say that I wanted to be the fan that, that I would. But, you know, you can't fucking hate on Eminem. He's fucking, yeah, that's a fact. you know, a brilliant wordsmith, so. Yeah. I had to ask that because of that that word because of your wordplay and because of that reference it made me think of wow yeah you know what I can kind of see that her kind of staking her claim as that you know what I'm saying just from hearing the music yeah I mean I think it's visuals. like a smart marketing Exa- exactly <laughs> you know and it's a totally great marketing smart tool. way to market yeah. <laughs> and a great marketing tool facts facts let me talk to you a little bit about what I thought of the record real quick um, just to give yeah. you some feedback uh I thought it was very unique and different, of course, in a good way. Like I said, you got lyrics, you got them bars in there. Uh, very creative, very, I got to emphasize the creativity because, as you stated, you go in, I almost hear different characters uh, with, with your songs. Um, yeah, for uh, sure. Well, I think I speak as yeah 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 exactly time, so, so makes it makes sense yeah, that's what i'm saying I'm, I'm seeing the whole picture now it's all coming together now um <laughs> i love the influences that i hear of the hip-hop the pop the melodic sounds and the r&b mashup kind of vibe like i i heard it without even seeing the video or anything i could hear it just in zoning out in the record um Word. Uh, the singing and rapping and harmonizing, uh, everything's dope. The fact that you're doing everything. Um, Thank I, you. Yeah, I record it all myself, too, and, like, engineer all wow. the vocals. Oh, wow. So you're literally doing everything. Yep, besides making the beats, which I can produce, too, but, you know, not as well as other people. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until you get to that level, you got to still lend, lend, lend on somebody, like lean on somebody. Yeah, to get and I mean, I like working with people, and usually, you know, I work with one person for a full project. Right. So, you know, I wanted to be, like, intimate and and really get to know someone. And, and you know, obviously, the longer you work with someone, the better it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Start building that, that vibe and that relationship and rapport. Yeah, but I like recording myself at home because, you know, I mean, you get to take as long as you want. I get to be weird. I get to be, <laughs> and I, it's just, like, super comfortable, and I know how to do it, so why the fuck wouldn't I do it? No, that's But dope. sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. I, I mean, I was about to wrap up my, my views, but uh, that, <laughs> I, think, uh, I, can, I think this can be heard on multiple platforms. I don't think it's limited to just radio. I can hear it in parties and different – I could hear this on a soundtrack. You know, I think it has potential – uh, for multiple platforms as well so Word. a lot of good yeah. things going on with the record a lot of good great energy great vibe feel good vibes about the record i get a good sense of you and your your personality and your characters um and i think the listeners will that'll resonate with them as well listening to the interview and then listening to the record Word. Word. thank you that's awesome <laughs> no one has no one's given me a review yet on an interview so that's really cool i like to hear that well, my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, now, let me ask you a question. What do you like most about the writing process as an artist? Oh, I mean, you know, it's where I find my peace and where I feel like I connect with divinity and muses and it's spiritual and it's it's um, where I'm most present, you know? Right. Like in the last six months, for instance, I've been like really uh, working on the marketing end of things, as you have to do after you make a fucking album. So if you're an independent artist, so it's been a ton of work on that end of things, which I don't love that part. And, you know, the social media and all the 
their ego stuff. <laughs> um, so the writing really is the fun part for me. And, oh, yeah, the point of that, the <laughs> is that I've barely gotten to write. Only in the last, like, couple weeks have I finally got to sit down again since, like, September and, like, really get some writing done how I like. Like, usually I'm, like, up and writing all day, so... Yeah, I mean, I love everything about it. It's who I am, and I get to say whatever the fuck I want. Like, that's why I like hip-hop. Like, when I <laughs> when people tried to put me in a pop box, which I came to L.A. to make hip-hop, and then, you know, you, like, start working with certain people, and they'll be like, oh, no. Or, you know, they don't under they're, it's not their genre so they're like oh i don't want i don't want to hear you rapping oh uh, you should sing yeah. so i made like an electro pop album but like it like in pop i feel like you get like oh how many words like 50 100 one to two syllable words and people are like don't <laughs> don't say that don't make it too complicated repeat uh don't say too long of words Hip hop, you get to say whatever the fuck you want Let's get it off for your however chest. long. <laughs> you know, you can be repetitive. So, yeah, you do whatever you want, and you know, be as like button pushy as you want because the spirit of hip hop is super fucking revolutionary and badass. So I'm just like, oh yeah, so relieved to be really making the music that I want to make. It's yeah. <laughs> a breath of fresh air to see that you're actually a fan. Of, of the culture and a fan of hip hop and a fan of music. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think it saved my fucking life. Why would you say that? I think it saved my life. In the sense of steering you in the right direction? Um, No, I mean, just the music when I was younger and feeling, you know, since I was a child, just looking around the world and being like, what the fuck is going on here and being really... <laughs> angry and frustrated and you know it all coming originally from a place of sadness really that you know I thought maybe you know what if my vision for a peaceful world or an equal world and you know where people are kind to each other and and all of this like what if that's not possible and then like the warrior angry spirit comes out and it's like ah well, then I'll, we'll just fight against it and, you know, dangerously become like a reflection of what you don't want. So, you know, listening to hip hop growing up and, and, uh, you know, even though it's like angry, a lot of it, but you know, that connected with me, I was really angry, but it's cathartic, you know, like instead of actually going out and like punching people in the face, you can write. And you can make a statement. So I identified with it, and it made me feel like, you know, just made me feel better. And like I could, uh, yeah, just just better about the world. I don't need to say more than that. I talk a lot. <laughs> you're fine. I thought that was a great answer, actually, in explaining Yeah, like you're not alone, right? Yeah, yeah. Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to Ariel Indigo right now, Los Angeles, California, on the phone lines. Um, let me ask you this. What, what's up and coming for you? What's on the verge? What should our listeners be on the lookout for? Word. Well, um, first of all, you should check out Renegades, which was the last one, but it's really important to me because it was just straight, uh, like, political, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, really rowdy and, like, punk rock hip-hop, and, and there's 
you know, kind of like a more raw video, but the themes are, are just really important. So I would love for people to check out that. And uh, next I'm dropping a song called Wasted, um, and that will be coming out in mid-April. So that's what's coming up next. And hopefully I get to make a dope video for that too because I hate releasing shit without videos. <laughs> no, that's right, especially this day and age. you got to have the visuals now. Yeah, well, and I love to do it. I mean, it can be a pain, a pain in the ass and a lot of work because I write and produce all of it, so it's kind of gnarly. But, yeah, I mean, I am an audiovisual artist, so mm. I don't like not having on my video. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make sure you have your visuals, God. Yeah. That's what it is. Talking to Ariel right now, Indigo on the phone lines. Go ahead and give out your social media for all our listeners so they can follow. Word. Okay, so it's Ariel Indigo, E-R-I-E-L-I-N-D-I-G-O on everything. <laughs> on everything. And also, like, YouTube, um, really importantly, go subscribe there because the videos are dope. And if you want to sign up for updates and, like, little secret send things, then you can go to my website, which is just arielindigo.com, and you will get magical little things in your email. <laughs> some goodies in your email folk follow up follow up it was a pleasure talking to you thank you you as well you're awesome thank you thank you we try we try over here <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and introduce the single for the people real quick Ariel. all right this is basic for breakfast and it's fucking weird enjoy <laughs> <laughs> y'all turn it out right here you're hearing it first the bandwagon radio let go Talk about a lot of shit My goal's high as the tallest mountains My mind, she don't wanna quit I'ma climb up through the Hall of Fame Counting dollars on some ballish Free solo to the top And take your Grammys like I'ma rob a bit White collar Scream YOLO But I think every life's another Quick change on the stage of fate To reincarnate on the opposite Ride from whence we came Flip side of another shame We play the game the same way But with a different name, skin, and etiquette Benefits, deficits, and prejudice Of who we might have seen as our arch nemesis With a bit more karma hitchhike From our last life to the backside of our mastermind Too bad we blind our third eye To calcify by fluoride to remember shit Okay, yes, I will admit I do like to talk a little bit I bet you wish women were quiet But listen, I could give a f- I've been through some shit I've had too many lessons I lasted it Get the fuck off of my case Not in my face I'm living my best Let's play on my aces No, we're 
Brett's blazing place and young money bets making Republicans run for me when I run for president. But face it, man, I don't rake it in like a feminine Eminem. Yeah. Okay, you're so legitimate. I do like to talk a little bit. I bet you wish women were quiet. But listen, I could give a fuck. I've been through some shit. I've had one too many lessons. I lost a bit. Get the fuck off of my case. Under my face. I'm living my best life. Playing my ace. Tell me it. 